I'm Brad. I'm Justin. And I'm the Cinemaiden. Listed as one of the top local podcasts by Cincinnati Magazine, we are the Cinema Guys. Welcome to the show. Hey, welcome. How's it going? Welcome in to another week of the Cinema Guys. You guys can't see it, but Justin had quite the dance moves before mm, we uh, it was yeah. nice. started He's up his game. Okay, yes. Yeah, you know, I, I try. Every, each week, a new dance move emerges. This, emerges. Is, kind of this is your first time here. Welcome in. If you have been here before, welcome back. We love having you. And I feel like we're coming hot off two great episodes. I li- I thought the Thor episode was great. I thought our Justice League episode was great. Yeah, they're pretty good. Here's yeah. the question: and If you haven't listened will to this those, one be go, as good? Will go this back one and be check as them good? Out. I guess we'll find out. Only, Only time, time will, will tell. tell. Yep. Uh, <laughs> whoa! Wow! Look at you guys on the same <laughs> vibe and thought. Hey, before we go any further, I've had a lot of Justice League conversations lately, oh. and especially Justice League in light of Thor conversations. Uh, they they do, were pretty close back right. to back. Well, Here's my work. thought. I, I don't. This wasn't from me. It was actually somebody said something, and I, I reminded me of this. Is do you think our expectation of movies these days is just too high? Like our expectation of of any sort of movie or TV show that we watch, that we have a bar set, and maybe for superhero movies, Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor and Avengers have set that bar so high that. You just can't have a movie that, hey, this wasn't Thor or Avengers, but it was still good. And so, it, you know, movies can't just be okay anymore. They have to be all or nothing. I think a bar Do you d- agree does or get disagree? set. Yes, I agree. I totally agree. I think so, too. I agree. Because I think any other time, this just movie, oh, it was good. Yeah, it was great. But now it's just like we have to hate it mm-hmm. or love it. And yeah. there is no like, like oh. If you think before this real huge surgence of comic book movies, especially Marvel, you look back before that in a comic book movie, you're like, oh, it's a comic Hold on. book movie. Can we I list some this... comic book movies that came before that? <laughs> Hold on. Like I know Blade. a great trilogy <laughs> called Blade. Blade. That was great. That's better than half oh, the stuff that comes out now. Uh, Punisher, Supermans, Batman. Uh, or as Brad says, Fast and the Furious. Phantom. Fast and the Furious. The yeah. Shadow. These yeah. sort of things. So, no, yeah. I, I so just... the bar wasn't super high going in. Like there was, there was some spikes, some right. good ones. But I, I mean, I guess you could also argue that there's so many movies now, like there's more movies being made by different companies that it's just, you got to pick or choose somewhere, but I don't know. Yeah. Also, I feel like as, as, as I've gotten older, my expectation of movies has gone much higher. Oh, I would agree with that too. Well, except for mine. Except for you. <laughs> so you can't agree. Mine, mine has gone lower. Yeah. You know, let us know what you think about it. Go to wearethecinemaguys.com slash contact. Yeah. We had someone call in this week. We did. We did have someone call in. This is pretty amazing. We, uh, yeah. we, we didn't see that. a comic book I mean, sorry. movie this week. Sorry, we have so many. We have to always filter the ones yeah. that we get. <laughs> we, we went to see Lady Bird this week, which and is it not, was a comic not a comic movie. book movie sure about wasn't. a woman who sure can transmorph herself into a bird. But it was. But it was Animorphs brought back. Mm. It was rated at a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and that's that's what I want to talk about once we get to it. But which was, it was a coming of age movie, which we've kind of had some debate before we started what, about yeah. what what exactly is a, coming, is of a coming of age story. Right, because I defined it as a story that could take place in any time, and maybe it wasn't for me, but there was ones that came out before me, and ones that have come out after me. That I think are really good coming of age stories, but they weren't particularly my coming of age story. And so, uh, but you know, but you define them as it really doesn't have to be a particular type of story. Sorry, Cinema Maiden, you have uh, defined it as not a particular type of story, but a particular um, time in which you yourself partake in this story. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And and I would define it as coming of age, like basically moving to that next step in your life. Like whether you're coming from a teenager to an adult, (laughs) 
or <laughs> moving to that next phase or figuring out, oh, I'm not in this part of my life anymore. I'm moving I'm moving on. I really want you to choose 13 going on 30. 13. I mean, she is. Years. She's from 13 and, and she goes into 30. Thir- she's, she's really it's big, coming except, into that age. Except different. So leading into that, let's do a little top this. Top this. Let's uh, do our top three coming of age movies. A, However you would define a very com- coming of age me. movie. Very tough. Very tough. What what would you list as a top three? Let's hear it, Cinna Maiden. Oh, you're not going to start? No, usually man. You just, you I know. I'd like to hear yours first. I don't think he, has, so a, I don't think he has a list yet. No, I have my list. I'm just interested <laughs> no, in hearing yours. I'm just going to judge the rest of your lists. Yeah, um, I'm going to say no to every single one. <laughs> mean Girls? No. Just fine. I love yeah. Mean Girls, actually. Favorite scene yes. from Mean Girls? Go. Which one? Um, I wow. love. Mean I'm not girls. a. I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. I say that all the time about lots of Ooh. stuff. I love that scene. I also really, really, really love when she looks at the school and then imagines like it's oh, all, the animals, all the safari. animals. Uh, that's almost where my favorite part. But I still laugh. I'll think of this scene in my head just to laugh at it when she goes up to the first African American she sees and goes, "Jumbo, because <laughs> you would do <laughs> that." Not, she doesn't understand why they don't I know. I could totally Jumbo. see you doing that. Though. Oh gosh! I if you were her, movies. you would totally. And do anything that. Tim Meadows says in that movie is really funny. I love that movie. Anyways, it's such a great movie. Mean Girls is very. Um, That's a good one. I would say Mean Girls is way better in Trump's Heather's. Which oh. it's supposed to be like the new Heather's. Yeah. And that it's makes better. Sense. Although Heather's is way more violent. Anyways. Um, what do we get? What else we got? Super bad. Interesting. I love super bad. Super bad. Okay. Um, I love super bad. McLovin is hilarious. <laughs> One of my favorite things. It's a funny movie. It was okay. And then also um, up for debate for everybody. Legally Blonde 3. Twilight. See, I don't think that's up for debate. I don't hate these movies like everyone does. I don't hate this movie. But if he gets to pick, if he gets to pick, Fast and Furious is a superhero movie. No, no, I he get did not get to pick Fast and Furious. Right. I mean, movie. I, we made him substitute it for whatever else, else you put in there. Charlie and Shock Factory, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what no, else you put in there. I put in Logan. We t- yeah, we took Logan instead. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still submitting Fast and Furious Seven Never. as a superhero movie. No, it, no, was your, it was your asterisk submit. <laughs> but I really think Twilight is a coming of age story because she is. In the beginning of the story, I, I, I she's young I mean, and she's naive, and then she and meets she's a going vampire. Through, you see her progress through high school. You yeah. see her progress through uh, her sexuality. You see yeah. her progress through into you know, marriage, and then into being a mother. I will accept this. Thank you. As a coming of Thanks. age book, it's the Twilight Saga as a whole. It's not a saga though; it's a trilogy. It's a saga. No, There's a five saga. movies. There's four. Well, there's Holy four books, cow. right? Four books, five movies. You're right. I was wrong. I first uh. only pictured three movies. Yeah, no. Twilight, on, Twilight New Moon, New Eclipse, Moon. Breaking Dawn, and Breaking one Dawn. And two. Right. Part one and two in the movies. I, I you know, I kind of forgot about Eclipse because I, I thought that was the worst movie. Yeah, I didn't like Eclipse. That was my least favorite. New Moon was my favorite. I still listen Eclipse, to that soundtrack. It's one of my favorite soundtracks behind Empire um, Records. New Moon has a Lumineers song in it, doesn't yes. it? Yeah. Was Eclipse the third yes one eclipse was third and i think that was my i don't like them as a whole favorite? but i think it was my favorite one i Which think that like was the wolves i do like um, the wolves. i do love the wolves yeah, i'm ch- team jacob the children of the moon uh i think i was no i was team edward when i, read I was the always books. team jacob when i read the books i was team edward my wife was team jacob I remember when I read... I, Edward's not as volatile in the books as he yes, is in the movies. That was the one I, I liked the best. That was the one that was directed by David Slade. It's the worst one. That is the worst one. No, <laughs> I lied. CGI Baby is the worst one. Oh my gosh, that is Renesmee. Renesmee. Probably the That's worst name ever the given worst. to a child. The worst. Wow, I'm really ripping on something that I said it's one of my favorites. But It's not bad. You know, it's... it's if you I'll go by you Rotten Tomatoes... Scores Eclipse was one of the highest out of the four. Well, Shelly Meyer terrible is I think not a good writer. Shelly Stephanie Stephanie, Stephanie Meyer Stephanie oh, I know a Shelly Meyer actually in real life. Um, uh, Stephanie Meyer is not a good writer. No, but she is a. I think she is a good storyteller. I think yeah. the stories she told was good. Uh, yeah. the writing. I actually read all those books. 
And then I and then I read for the first time ever one of my favorite books I've ever read, which is East of Eden. Oh. And so going from Stephanie Meyer to Steinbeck, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, it's so rich. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> well, yeah. I think she uses the word electric all the, every time they touched it was electric. Yeah. Oh, he touched me and it was electric. It's the electric slide. And I was like, okay, I guess that's a very electrical they were touching. And then I read East of Eden and I'm like, this is the richest thing I've ever read in that's my life. hilarious. It's true. And I love that. But East of Eden's my favorite book of all time. Um. All right, Bradford. Oh, you're waiting to go last, huh? No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm no, going no, no, second. I'm going second. I never go second. I, I never go second. Okay. Me, all, right. all right. I'm going to go second. Wow. Oh, my Only God. because of the accusation that I had no list. All right. <laughs> so the first thing I threw in there, and again, this isn't my coming-of-age story. That's but I think it is. Twilight's one. not exactly my coming-of-age story. I never married a vampire, so. Uh, oh. Know of. No, that I'm saying this of. wasn't a story also, that was this wasn't a story that came out when I was a teenager. It was probably oh, okay. Uh, so Breakfast Club. I think Breakfast Club is Oh, I do like Breakfast Club a lot. I forgot about that. Um that transition from bratty high school kid into okay, the world is going to change. I, so I Breakfast Club is in there. Uh for me, Empire Records. Oh, that's is that a coming of age story? For me it was. Renee Zellweger and for some of those characters, I think it was a okay, coming of age. Okay, okay, yeah, guess because what? they're Superbad all trans- is kicked out. I didn't realize that that was a coming because age story. they're That's all my favorite movie of all time. I know, and then we share this together. But yeah. uh, you know, Empire Records is about their transition from high school to college. All of yeah. them. That makes sense. They're all of their oh yeah, because AJ to goes to college. They're all going to college. Um, okay, they yeah, they all go to college. What you want to work at a record store? Is except for except for Renee Zellweger doesn't go to college. Uh, but she but she she's still the same age. She's yeah, still in college. Um. But uh, you know, but for me, even so, even by your definition, um, that was the first time I started uh, Liv Tyler in that breakout room with Rex Manning. The first time yeah. I started like seeing girls as something other than pals. Yeah, I was like, pals. oh, okay, oh, buddy, old pal, this you is... took off your shirt. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, and that was about the same time the like uh, Olivia or no, um, Aerosmith. Uh, Liv Tyler Liv Tyler and uh, Alicia Silverstone video came out where I was oh, like wow. okay all this is coming together in one thing you're a woman uh, so definitely Empire Records and then here's I have a dilemma with the the last one because there's a few I want to use but and again I think this is a little post me but when I was, I saw this movie when I was in college so I'd already kind of transitioned I've already came of age but uh but when I saw it, I was like, this would have been my movie was Can't Hardly Wait. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, that's because movie. Ethan Embry in that movie is exactly who I was. That's exactly who I was. Interesting. I, I, I um, figured you were going to say uh, Seth Green was exactly who you were. No, I definitely <laughs> was not Seth Green. But the only thing I want to throw in is an asterisk that I kept thinking about was at that time, Saved by the Bell actually transitioned me all the way through. Mm-hmm. Like... Uh, into college years. I mean, they actually call So, it are you years. saying your coming of age would be transitioning from, say, high school to college, or? No, I would say, I see, I don't do the high school to college. It's more of seeing the world as a stupid teenager, which we all did, to still being a teenager, but starting to see that the world means a little bit more, or there's different things. Like, you know, there is a point where that happens, and I think yeah. all the movies, they start to see something different transpire and that's why i really love like i loved saved by the bell it wasn't just a fun show for me like it was everything like it was real when, life when and when <laughs> i look at it now i'm like it's so silly why did, why did i like this it's like yeah. silly it doesn't even like zach did timeouts and everyone froze like i never saw that as a real thing but uh when zach and kelly broke up i remember like weeping <laughs> like uh, it was all very serious to me and and also hey dude uh, there uh, was a ranch show about teenagers and the same thing. Oh my uh, gosh, I know exactly what you're talking it's about. It's a little wild and a little strange when you make your home on the range. Um, one so that I totally forgot about along. was 10 Things I Hate About You. Ooh, that's a good that's one. one. I love well, that again, movie though, that was so much. I, was old, I loved it, but I was like in college, I think, when that I came was out really young because I'm a lot younger than you. Uh, yes. So my... Anyways, that's, that's my... Coming of, of age... age. Movies Bradley? are a Fast little bit on the younger side. Uh, guys, it's sort of like uh, Gone with the Wind if, when I was in high school. If Rambo <laughs> is one of those, I'm uh, out. The first Ooh, Charlie about Rambo. The, the first Charlie Chaplin movie was silent. <laughs> I can't saw Metropolis. that. Metropolis. <laughs> wow, I choose not, Metropolis. I'm not, I'm not that old. <laughs> 
Oh man, it was good. I don't know. I, I often make you sound like fat. <laughs> so my first one would be Goonies. Oh, that's good. I hate that movie. Whoa, what? I hate no, no, that no. movie. Let's back this up you a second hate here. Goonies. I hate you the hate, Goonies. That's like me saying I hate Dumb and Dumber, which I do, but people get freaked out of it. I hate it. I cannot stand that movie. Why? why? No, tell me, can't. give me three reasons right now why you hate Goonies. It's boring. Three reasons. One, it's boring, which is weird. Okay, well, I'll go. I'll say, <laughs> I'll say that you think it's boring, which I don't understand. Yeah. Knowing the movies that you like, I don't understand why you think it's boring. But okay, it's, it's boring, boring too. No, I, no, that's one. I'm What's not two? a huge fan of movies that follow a group of children. So you hate Harry Potter. It's different. There's adults. <laughs> you there's hate a, there's, of a, there's good adults in that movie. You hate Chronicles of Narnia. And I'm not a huge fan of Chronicles. You of Narnia. hate. Ugh, I'm thinking. Um. <laughs> it's, it's so. This is also why I think I hated Stranger Things because I think it reminds me a lot of the Goonies. Oh, and you hated, uh, yeah, every '80s movie ever because they're all like. Well, I didn't like around. them. So you hate? Well, you didn't hate it, and it kind of. I didn't that. hate it. You're right. Well, she liked Pennywise. I liked Pennywise. Yeah. <laughs> it had an adult um, in it. I also don't <laughs> like. Um, so hold on, I don't you like hate movies that follow children. It's like that boring. They're not even children; they're like high school kids. Uh, first of all, they are not high school children. I don't think they were. They weren't. High Graham was in high school. The older brother, and so with well, the the older brother and the redhead and the, chick and the girl. Yeah, but the the, the most group the kids, of like main kids, like Sean Austin and them weren't. But they're in. they're coming of age. They're getting there. Yeah, they're going yeah. in there. I so, also don't like that that poor man that that becomes the meaty kid's friend. Oh, sloth. Yeah, chunk is hey, that you his guys. Name? Yeah, sloth. Why'd I you know. call him poor? I think he has a lot of money. Did I say poor? poor that poor kid. Like, oh, that poor kid. The oh, poor yeah. guy. Oh. Not like money poor. <laughs> so if you don't like... <laughs> that poor guy. <laughs> no, I know. I just feel really bad for him. Right, because he was like a mutant was, yeah, of some sort. I just didn't like it. So if you don't like the Goonies and groups of kids, then you're not going to like my second one. Hold on. on. So you hate Goonies. Oh, no. Hold on. You, never, on you, never, you only mentioned it was boring and you hate groups of kids. What was the reason number three? The third one was Sloth. I don't oh, like. Sloth. I don't like what you they, don't appreciate the uh, people with disabilities. Being no, abused. I love sloth, and that's why I didn't like that they that they. But they, they loved him, him too. They changed him up. I liked that they liked him in the end, but I just didn't like. I. It hurts my soul to watch movies like you that. You don't like Sydney Lauper songs, do you? Is that part of it? Too? I actually hate but that music video. They, with all I would kids. say that they sort of deformed him to the degree where. You couldn't relate him to a normal person. He was some sort of like. But he still has feelings. I, yeah, I can't stand right. it. It hurts my heart no, to watch baby it. Baby Ruth candy bars. He's baby no, Ruth. It hurts my heart. I can't do it. Well, All at right. least he wasn't isolated. Yeah, instead of chained up in the basement. It's fine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. Good job. All right. I don't okay. I, you named three reasons. I, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. So the second movie on my list, which she probably hates, is The Sandlot. I hate that movie. Hold on, The Sandlot. <laughs> Jamie Jones is an adult and he's I have seen it one time and I remember why so bored I was like I'm never watching this movie again why I just well you hate give me three reasons right now no I can't even give you three reasons why you hate I can't even give you three reasons because I only saw it one time I hate baseball I hate swimming pools and I hate 1960 well I don't really like baseball movies Kate James Earl Jones you hated League of Their Own never saw it are you kidding me you hated Major League I don't even know what that oh, is. So what baseball movies have you seen? Angels in the Outfield? <laughs> Angels in the Outfield? That's where you're going with? <laughs> baseball know. movies are actually good. The Natural? I don't know what that is. Eight Men Outs? Don't know what that is. Field of Dreams? I don't like that movie. Major League? So you've seen two... I don't like baseball. Major League 2. No, but she hadn't Major seen League, Major League. Back to the Minors. So you've seen two baseball movies, three including Sandlot, <laughs> and now you've decided... Ah, baseball movies are horrible. And one of them being Tony Danza's <laughs> Little Big League or Angels in the Outfield or whatever it was. Um, I just don't like How about him. Rookie of the Year? I don't even know what that is. It's, it's the kid it's got funky a kid in it. butt loving. That's he, what he calls it. Wait, what about Rudy? Is that a football? No, that's, that's football. football. Okay, well, wrong Did sport. you like Rudy? I did. Oh, okay. Well, you like football movies. Yeah, sure. So oh, I really do actually like For everybody movies. out there, we just found out that <laughs> don't give the Cinemaiden a movie with a group of kids in it. She's probably not going to like it. Yeah. <laughs> for instance do you, do you hate kids do you hate our kids no I love your kids yeah. okay if they made a movie though she would <laughs> yeah. hate it I would hate it. it the movie sucks guys <laughs> alright so my third one hopefully I like it <laughs> has a young child actress it was her first movie she ever made uh, was it Curly Sue Leon the Professional Leon the Professional hold on this is a coming of age story yes because she's an orphan child who which you can relate to <laughs> Being an I guess. yourself. Um, but Who's I'm not. not? 
Oh, okay. And I, I befriended uh, an assassin and right. and but, yeah. became, <laughs> you know, that next step into adulthood. I've never seen this movie. It's a N- great Port- movie. Natalie Portman's first movie. It's a great movie. She's a little kid. I love Natalie Portman. Uh, you remember the bad guy in Mission Impossible 1? Uh, no. He was Leon the Professionnel. It's, uh, it's the guy who did Fifth Element. Oh, Luke Besson directed Luke Besson? it. Oh, Luke Besson directed it? Yeah. Gary Oldman's in it. Gary Oldman's the bad guy. I like guy. Yeah, Gary Oldman. But anyways, I would say that she doesn't have much of a role. I mean, she has a, she's an important role. She doesn't have much of a but role. But, but uh, she, you don't get to explore her character very much, I feel. She's, when was the last time you watched this movie? You don't get to explore I mean, her I guess character. It probably she, has been like twelve. She basically years. changes her life and starts taking care of him and goes grocery shopping. And she, I like, know, but it's done in such she, a. She quickly becomes from a teenager to have. I don't know. Go, I just, jump to I, I, I know that you see all these things, but I don't know if you really feel like I didn't. I never felt like I loved Natalie Portman in this film. I loved Lay on the Professional, but uh, I did not I love. I, no, that's good. It's, it's, I think it's, you need to revisit this no. movie. I mean, it's so a basically good movie. your I like list sucks, Brad. No, it's a good movie. It's Luke Besson. It's good. Luke I like it. Besson. Besson. You have to be French. I just, I just can't win with my Besson. picks. Last time it was Fast and Furious. This time no, it was I like it. Fast and Furious isn't a real thing in that list. <laughs> I guess I maybe I do define coming of age as that. She's you know, taking high school it, to college. I mean, it's round. an accelerated step. She's not, you know, like going. In high school, or as a young kid, learning to move to that next level, right? it is an accelerated like, oh, I'm Sounds an orphan. Like I have to, to become an I'll adult now. Him. All right, all right. Those are our lists. No, I liked the other two. I didn't. <laughs> if you uh, have any suggestions for us on that, just if you also on. hate the Goonies, let us know yeah. so I don't feel alone. But if you also love the Goonies and think the Cinemaiden is crazy. Everyone thinks you're That's crazy. That's fine. You can it. think I'm like, crazy. I pr- you, you can give us. I know. The, what does the Goonies have on uh, Rotten Tomatoes? You can give us a call and uh, leave leave a message that we can play for. 513-409-GUYS. But moving on, we went to see Lady Bird. Which is not about a female. Which I, I looked it up. Out of 191 uh, critic reviews, 100%. Which is... Interesting to me. I find it Very so fascinating. Why is my, my question? I think it had a lot to do with things that are going on now in the world. I agree. I agree with this. So here's my deal. I liked the movie. I did, did too. Not, unli- I thought I it was too. great. No, I, I liked the I movie. I do not think it was any better than something we've already seen. Like I loved the movie, but I, I thought it was just as good as Juno. Yeah. I thought it was just oh, as yeah. good yeah, yeah. as uh, there was another movie I was thinking that was exactly like it. Dang it, now I can't think. Uh, but anyways, there are, this movie's been made before, so it's not new. But it's really good. I liked it. It was no, funny. No, and no, it was I agree. Com- it was really yeah, good. I, liked it was it, a- I enjoyed it. And I thought uh, Sarsi did a good good uh, job um, acting. I, I, I liked did it. Did you say Cersei? That's her name. We're not Game of She's Trump. Irish. That's her name. Oh. I only know because she just hosted SNL this past week, and uh, it's not Sayari. It's Sarshi. I thought it was like Sail Rise. Or no, she was on Sarshi. some late night show and was because her whole opening Irish monologue words. was about how to pronounce her name. Oh, Sarshi. Yeah, <laughs> it's like her shtick. Yeah, she does it all the time. But it is weird. No, uh, I, I thought it was good. It was one of those. I mostly suggested we go see it because of the hundred percent in it. No, I mean I wanted know, to see. It. I reviews, bet it. I, I, I think it'll have. Would hate it. Academy nom- nominations oh, this absolutely. year, so that's also why I wanted to see it. And, and it was one of the, after seeing it, I, I did enjoy the movie. I thought oh, her relationships. Uh, Juno and Little Miss Sunshine. That's yes. how oh, I Little thought. Miss yes. Sunshine, yeah. Those are the two that I loved those movies, and I thought this one fits in there perfectly with those. But I definitely did come out going, I didn't need to rush to the theater to see it. it, uh, it was, I, I, I don't like, know if I think that. It was a good movie. I will that, always say every movie is worth seeing in theater. Yeah, but, I know. I liked it. I just, I'm interested in why people liked it as much as they did. And I think you're right that, with what's going on in the world right now, it was, it was good to Part see. Part of what's going on in the world. Um, yeah. I do like the idea, and we just heard a caller had called in. It says, I do like the idea of what a sort of a dysfunctional family, and I don't know how dysfunctional I think this family was. Growing, I mean, I definitely have seen a uh, dysfunctional family, and in the, but it was definitely poor in a world where, uh, in California, where people were generally not poor. I think it was dysfunctional in a way. 
Uh, they seem to generally love and care for each other. But they were still fairly dysfunctional. Like the mom. She was overly critical she of her was daughter. Very, yeah, overly yeah. critical and to a point very overprotective of her. Right. I mean, I mean, it was her daughter. That's sort of like third world then, dysfunction, but <laughs> like her brother, dysfunction, but. her brother, and you know, brother's girlfriend. That, that <laughs> but they, they, the, they, they just cracked me up. The thing is, the brother and the girlfriend still generally had. I thought uh, that they were the, my favorite characters. They're well, just super and low they key. were accepted yeah. by the mom and dad, yeah, and loved by the mom and dad, and, and then they, they them generally back. have love back. So that's why I think their dysfunction was very first world dysfunction, not man, dad's alcoholic beating me. Well, no, uh, well, not walking home was, finding mom trying to kill herself. Yeah, yeah. Deal. Like, this a, isn't this is, isn't is that bad you, dysfunction. Is that how you define it? It's that's sort family? of how I define dysfunction. Okay. But uh, but no, I mean it's definitely. I mean they were dysfunctional in their own way. Uh, the, I I feel like the most dysfunction I felt was how poor they were in a world that wasn't poor. So I like my favorite character actually was her second boyfriend, who was they sort of a douche. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he kept thinking he was the, so the deep. The basis who thought he was like. But it's easy to be so that smart. deep when you have a silver spoon handed to you, and I like yeah. that. That was my. Actually, my favorite sort of commentary from it was him. Like, oh, this is how a lot of us were. Like, we thought we could think all these things because everything else was already being paid for for us. And I also like, uh, I love the time period. So they put it in 2003, right? 2002. 2002, 2002 uh, which was very interesting because it was right. And I remember this world I completely. Mean, Dave Matthews, like the song. Because at the time, <laughs> I remember I, in 2002, I did not have a cell phone. But I remember a lot of people did. And I think it was 2003 when I actually got my first cell phone, the candy bar like phone where you could play Snake and people would text and I would think, why in the world are you taking so much time to text me? Um, (laughs) I think you still think that. So I do think that. Uh, But... As does everyone uh, else. (laughs) So I... I like... And like... But the the class still uses overhead projectors and I remember that. And uh, so that's also... So I liked... I thought it was an interesting time period to put everything... um, I gotta say that was a simpler time, and it wasn't even that long ago, right? No, I mean fourteen just years. So isn't that I, long, sometimes years. I feel like cell phones just make it. You have to be so on demand, and that's why I liked that she was like, "No, I don't want a cell phone." Yeah. Um, well, and then you have like the the rich girl who was kind of connected to her phone and like but the what's popular my pretty favorite, girl. My favorite twist in that movie was that the rich girl was not as judgmental, horrible as we wanted her to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like she was a little like. You know, Ooh. high schooly in that one scene well, in the classroom, really but like when Lady Bird was like, "This is was. who I, uh, this is where I live," she was like, "Okay, that's just weird that you lied." She didn't care about her being poor. Yeah, I. I oh, but what I was gonna say with the uh, the guy, the deal with the guy being gay, man, that was such a the, transitional period for coming out and not. Well, coming yeah, out yeah. That. She fell in love with like. The the first boyfriend when she joined the theater and kind of wrote her name in. I respect you, so I'm not going to you. grab your boob. Yeah. <laughs> and then she like wrote his name. Was it like under her window behind her curtain? Yeah. And then like it was you could what? tell this was like the the dream guy kind of thing. Yeah. And then and I thought they did a really. And then she finds out he's gay. Yeah. Which oh. I did. I didn't see that coming at that. That moment. No, I didn't I actually like, either. Oh, I should have theater and everything else. I should have like yeah. no, yeah, I should have guessed. And then she, then she met the the cool bassist guy who was. Like, well, so I thought that they did probably maybe better than most movies I've seen a very good and realistic depiction of the first sexual encounter, like <laughs> sort of weird and they didn't make it overly awkward they just made it overly meaningless well, kind of bad overly awkward i don't think it was well, awkward, it was, meaningless. awkward. It, was like, it was awkward but yeah it was just kind of like it's a it's oh, we're a done. moment that we put so much meaning on especially our culture we put a lot of meaning on that moment yeah and it's really a meaningless moment yeah which i thought i thought they played that really good because even <laughs> yeah. juno if you look back and think about when they flash back to the scenes where they were making the baby, it was even a little more sexual in Juno too. Yeah. Like you see things that you're like, oh, that's somewhat like, yeah. er- uh, uh, erotic. Whereas this was not erotic at all. It was just like, 
Yeah. Well, you feel like as an outsider yeah. looking in, you realize how absurd that must have been for you as well, like thinking it was such a big deal. Right. Because watching her be like, oh, look, we're not that together now. And he's like, what? And you just feel like, oh, God. <laughs> you, oh, God, this is not going how you thought it was. Yeah, I thought she did a good job of, of also jumping into stupid teenager to also thoughtful teenager. Like, back and forth, even with her relationship with her mom. But, you know, just sometimes she would go crazy over things. You're like, oh, yeah, this is what a teenager would get crazy about. Well, even the way they set it up was like it was a a Midwest-type town, but it's set in Sacramento. Like, it's mm. the... I, it's I, the, I was actually wondering, is this... The is this inlands of, of California. So it's it's the West Coast, but not the West Coast. Yeah. And so how they made it feel like it was still Middle America type of thing. That I want to move to the East Coast because that's where like the culture is right. and that's where the the schools. I like the, that they think that about the East Coast when everyone in the Midwest thinks that about either coast. <laughs> Any yeah, coast. East Coast is definitely not that. I grew up there. I feel like the West Coast is like the See, grass is always coast. greener. It's true. Yeah, I've, um, I've I've lived on the West Coast and. So here's uh, here's something. So I saw that movie with you guys last week, and over the weekend I saw Bad Mom's Christmas uh, <laughs> with Kristen. How is that? As a hold on, but here's movie. the here's the deal. It is they're both talking about the exact same thing: uh, a mother's relationship with her daughter. Like it's it's a little more comedic, obviously, in one. But it's there are very serious scenes where I was thinking, oh man, it's weird, like how themed these two movies are. Like, there's almost the same conversation. Like, one of the moms is the mom from Lady Bird, and it's a uh, what's her name from that '70s show? Sorry, my mind blank. Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis and her mom's relationship is very similar. Maybe in like ten years later to Lady Bird and her mom, and actually. They both have a conversation with dad that sort of explains why mom is the way she is that allows child to accept mom because she get a, they get a different thing. So dad, bo- in, both, in both movies, dads are sort of distant figures who do come in and help, but you know, they, 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 they like love the, their wife, the they big... love their child, they're sort of just kind of whatever. And, like, the, and they're the, always like, the good guy. Yes. And the mother is very dominant and the child is trying to figure out her own way. And so anyways, as silly as Bad Mom's Christmas 2 is or is not, they both were the exact same themed kind of movie, which I, I thought was really interesting. Like what's going on in our culture right now that these movies need to be made or these movies are made or is it just coincidence or uh, sometimes I try to see things like that where I'm like, oh, there's a string of where there's two movies right now out in the theater that have the same theme behind it. So, and I was actually interested in your opinion, Cinema Maiden. As I was watching the movie, do you, at Lady Bird, because I feel like it was very heavy on the daughter-mother relationship. Yeah. Did you have insights or thoughts? I felt it was my entire relationship with my mom. (laughs) I actually felt that a little bit too with you. And I don't know your mom. Yeah. Hi, mom. If you're listening, you're the best. Mom, I love you. I don't know your mom. I've only, you know, just sort of. But as a teenager, I mean, I think that all girls struggle with their mom. And I know your mom has a strong personality. So I. Yeah. So it's just. My mom is exactly like. Dad and mom. (laughs) You're the best. My mom is exactly like that mom in a sense that she wants me to be the best that I can be in her eyes. So she has a very strong sense of what that is. And I think that she just tries to push me in that direction. And me being who I am is just like Lady Bird. And and she's like, can't you just love me how I am? Just like me how I am. I'm going to go on my own way. Yeah, because that line in the movie is, what if what I am right now is the best I can be? Which is pretty powerful. Yeah. So I feel like I've struggled like that with my mom. And I did love it at the end after all of that, the very end where she calls her mom and just says, Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wept when she was reading the letters from her dad. Yeah. What did I put in there? And like my mom and I have that kind of relationship now. Like I can talk to her more about like, look, this is who I am. This is what I'm going to do. And she respects it more. And I, cause I know what she went through as an adult. I, as an adult, I'm understanding more. So I understand what the letters were for and kind of her transitioning into being an adult and understanding like my mom isn't this big bad guy. She's just an adult doing the best she can and wants the best for a kid. Yeah, the 
the two scenes I related to or the two people uh, with uh, the stupid boyfriend. I felt like that's who I was. I would say stupid stuff like that. Would I thought was so deep. Um, <laughs> but also uh, when she drops her friend for these other people, I totally did that. I totally had a moment, and I think in my sophomore, yeah, junior year, always that like, oh, the cool kids. Where it wasn't that me. it was the cool kids as much as I don't want to hang out with you anymore because I don't think you're being me. who I want to be. So I'm going or, to start doing yeah. something different. Maybe, maybe not the cool kids, but she, sorry, Sean Cook, sorry, Clarence. But she sees the, I guess you could say the the more of the rich kids, and she had these dreams that she wanted to be right. a rich kid that. Yeah. And not where she was on, you know, right. the, did she, what'd she say, the wrong side of the tracks? Yeah. Where she lived. And it was I never had, had a problem with where I lived when I was a kid. And I wasn't in like the rich neighborhoods. I never thought about that kind of stuff. Yeah, I was, I was pretty poor. But it was a different time when I was a kid and we had our horse and wagon and just, you know, roamed yeah. the plains. Mom, can I get a, a penny <laughs> to go down to the store and get a, a moon pie? Please, mom. That was Brad. I just want to go to the soda shop. I just you like how when you're a kid you're like high pitched, but when you become an adult you're like Fat Albert. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I remember when I was little, I didn't get penny wasted on moon pies. (laughs) Penny wasted on. So as we mentioned earlier, we had one of our listeners call in and give us their opinion about the movie. Let's hear it. So let's listen in what they thought about it. Hello, cinema guys and cinema maiden. Wanted to call in and leave a little message about. Lady Bird, which I watched a few weeks ago, and it was a delight. Everything about it I loved, all the way from the script to the acting to the story to the time period. I myself was a senior in high school the same time the main character, Lady Bird, was. And the tale of just a beautiful story of finding your identity in the midst of a dysfunctional family and the ins and outs of what it costs you to find out who you truly are. And that all of that is a process and a journey. The film totally encapsulates all of that, draws you in beautifully, puts you intact with uh, a common experience that we've all had. I love the film, loved everything about it. We'll see it again. And probably my favorite film of the entire year. It's a total package. I think he had some uh, some good thoughts on the movie. Yeah, uh, that caller in particular, I know, and he always has very good thoughts on things. I think I'm a little envious of his depth sometimes. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's true. I'm not that deep, but yeah. Um, I mean, I, I no, like but Resident I think evil, so you know how whatever deep I get. whatever he was feeling was uh, certainly I feel like reflects Rotten Tomatoes too. Like maybe we haven't had a movie like this in a while that. Felt like it was just doing, you know, these superhero films have a, a thing and we have big blockbusters, but it's not. And a lot of times the indie films are so. They're uh, so like emotional. Or, or so pointed try to, to beat like you a, down. Um, trying to beat you down like the man. Like uh, what was the one last or, year? Uh, Manchester uh, by I guess, Sea. Like oh, movies that just like wreck. A great movie, but it's like. Well, a lot of times they have an agenda, and it's not a bad agenda, just an agenda. But this movie didn't have an agenda. Then, oh, somewhere along the line, we could all relate to this film. Yeah, yeah. And maybe we just have a a lack of those sort of films lately. Like uh, we haven't, we don't have them. I mean, maybe if we don't relate to Thor, we don't relate to Justice League. I relate to Speak Thor. For yourself, do you? Well, yeah, I do have that giant hammer you carry around all the time, so yeah. I, I get it. But you know, those aren't movies that we're we like and we can be inspired by. We're not relate. We don't relate to them, and so yeah. Uh, no, that makes sense. Go out and seek independent film this week, guys. So moving on, let's move into some at home recommendations. Home recommendations. Start okay. off. You want me to start yeah, off? Yeah, I got lots, man. Oh. I got like seven thousand. You, you have no. <laughs> now, when we when we when we sit down to this, we want at home. These are things you would recommend people. I know, and I watch, watch. a lot. I don't think you understand how much I watch. Not so, just not just to go. I watched a lot this week, guys. No, Here's no, no. everything. But that this I is everything that I think is really good. Ready? Number one, above anything else, you should watch Godless. It's good. I've heard it's good. 
And here's the best part about it. It is seven episodes and it is done. I like that. It is done, 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 and it's so good. It just got greenlit for a second season. No, it did not. I'm just kidding. With it you. did not. It's done. <laughs> there is no second season. When you when you finish it, you're like, yeah, it's done. It's a good, especially if you like westerns. You should watch it. It's amazing. It's good. Um, second, I watched Punisher, okay. and it's I think of I all. You said that last week. I started. I only watched half an episode. Yeah, you started last week. it, so I finished it, and I really liked it. I think it's probably the best, one of the best of the Netflix Marvel Universe stuff. I'm still continuing on Runaways because uh, Hulu is only releasing them one week at a time now, which is weird. Oh, wow. Oh, that's that and Marvel one, right? It's Marvel. The it's a, X-Men universe. No, no, no. Right? no. Uh, I don't think any X-Men exists in this universe. Are that's you sure? Gifted. I, and the Gifted... Well, I thought a, Runaways took place in the X-Verse too. Uh, the comic book, maybe. So far, well, so far, I'm in the sixth episode. They have no mention of X-Men oh, or anyone okay. with powers. Okay. Like it's a it's a very foreign to this world. So maybe they bring that up, but so far you would guess that it's new, it's its own thing. Okay. Uh, now Gifted does take place in a different alternate world of X Men being gone, and now there's other things. But and I'm watching that too. Um, and the other thing is, I'm about forty minutes into Silence with your man Adam Driver. Really. And my man. Liam Neeson. Spider-Man. And Brad's man, Andrew Garfield. My man. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay. and, uh, I did like his Spider-Man so movie. Oh, so. is that the one that we wanted to see about the... Um, Apostates. Yes. I yeah. really wanted so to see that. it's on Hulu right now. It just popped oh, out. Oh, man. I need and to watch that. I'm about 45 minutes into it. And is it it's, good? So far, it's really good. I like it so far. So uh, Those are my at-home recommendations. Cool. A-H-R's. That's my A-H-R. Cinemaiden. Um... So I have, have some group of kids shows. I have one that I'm watching right now, and then the other one that I want to watch. Recess. That no. you want to, so, so you're recommending everybody to watch it with me. School watch bus. it with you. Okay. Um, the first one, I'm really into McGee Korean TV shows. <laughs> Is this a thing? It's a thing. You know, I'm you watching don't live in Korea. I'm right? watching a TV show right now. It's called Twelve Years Promise. Is it subtitled? It is all subtitled. It is 26 episodes long. Oh, jeez. Why do they go so long? <laughs> They're one-hour episodes, too. How many episodes? You watched 20. You watched a whole day in one hour, uh, <laughs> no, two hours no. of no, I haven't finished it yet, but now, I'm real into it. I, I what is feel, it about? I feel like we are very spoiled with the Netflix, Hulu, HBO series because they're usually... Eight to twelve. Yeah, eight yeah. to twelve episodes. Which is great. And like when I'm watching network TV now, I'm like, it's twenty two episodes for a season. But it's yeah. not spoiled so because long. any give me any anyone who I take Agents of Shield for that matter. Anyone I know who loves Agents of Shield or anyone I know who loves these network television shows will say, you know what? You could probably take away ten of these episodes because oh, a fluff. lot of them are yeah. filler. And, but you know, it doesn't mean the show's not good. It just means that there is a just a bunch of crap episodes that don't do anything. Yeah. Well, this one we're gonna do it from the droids' perspective or something like that. Yeah, and, and, and shows <laughs> and, uh, like Game of Thrones, it's ten episodes. You have to make every episode count. Every episode count. Yeah, I agree. I think we put too much junk in. So, anyways, what does Korea do with their episodes? best of the best it's just it's hilarious it's just a completely different culture and it's hilarious to watch they're very Alexander animated Brody, i know everything there is to know about you um, well they speak in korean oh, okay they do that say random things in english korean, though just... they do say random things in english and every time i'm like what what's happening so what is it about you guys still haven't said um it's about these two kids so i'm still in the the mm. previous a show about kids, huh? Um, well, they're like uh, in their senior year of high school. All right, <laughs> still kids. <laughs> um, sort of like the kids. So they, goodies. it's this guy and the girl. They meet. It's taken them like five episodes to meet. Did they get a treasure map? So far, no. you have not told me anything cool. that's compelling about this Korean series. Um, the yeah, dad, the one of the girl, well, and then, you know, five episodes later, they one meet. One of the dads uh, is cheating on his wife. With his assistant, who's the same age as his daughter. Are there vampires or werewolves? There's no vampires okay. or werewolves. It's arts. a very Those like martial so- arts. I'm thinking it's like a soap opera kind of thing. For so you're watching a Korean soap opera. <laughs> I'm guessing that's what this is. Okay. The more I watch it, the more I thought I'm like, you were dead, but you're not now. 
Let's yeah. let's make house. Like she got punched in the face on accident, and the montage of her getting punched in the face is hilarious. Now I want to know like how... they couldn't use slow motion. They literally made called? the actors. They made the actors go slowly What's because everything called? around them is moving in like normal time, and you can tell that they're trying to go slowly. <laughs> Now I, I want to ask you. Twelve years promise. You actually really are watching the Korean soap opera. Yeah, I want to. I want to know how did you come across this? Um, I love Korean movies. Okay, I, I love them. I don't. I mean, there there are some good ones. Um, my favorite one is called Always. I own it. I watch it okay. all the time. It's my favorite. Um, I just really like Korean. So do you TV just and movies search for? korean it actually came up as a recommended thing for me because you watch so many so, yeah okay so i just, and I just korea not other asian no cultures. i really like korean television and movies and why is that i don't know yeah. i've watched chinese i've watched japanese yeah i, I just don't like them as much as i like korean for some reason Interesting. What, is it on netflix yeah 12 years promise you spell out 12? are you no, uh number 12 um also the thing that i want to watch is this Jim and Andy, The Great Beyond? Oh, yeah, well, Brad, Bradford. We will that. lead right into my recommendation, which is Jim and Andy. Oh, good. So you and, liked it? Oh, I loved it. And b- basically, it is Jim Carrey telling his story of when he, when he filmed Man on the Moon. And he, as he was doing this, they filmed a whole bunch of behind-the-scenes stuff of he became Andy Kaufman. No. And in his mind, Andy Kaufman came Is down and like took over his body, and he Jim wasn't there anymore. It was Andy that was doing everything. Oh wow! And it's like Andy, these behind the scenes videos of how he acted on set and interacted, and they were talking to the people like Daniel DeVito, who is you know these people that have worked with Andy Kaufman, and they're like, he is this. It's eerie how. Like you think he's mm. Andy, and it, it it's really dude. Andy it's Coffin really no really joke. good. You say you want to see it. I would say yes. Go watch it. Okay, <laughs> it's really um, good. It's really good. There's a documentary right now, uh, and, and I think it just popped up on Hulu. It used to be on Netflix. I think it's off now. It's called uh, The Improv, but it's a documentary on the Improv Theater. And one of the okay. best stories in it is when I think it's the Wayans. Uh, uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans and Damon Wayans are talking about when they were there at the improv and everyone heard, hey, Andy Kaufman's here. You know, he's the guy from Saturday Night Live. Man, we got to stick around and watch him as he finally comes out and he gives this really bad stand-up. So bad. Did he do the foreign man? That was what he No, he just for. did a stand-up bit so bad that he's like, and, and he's, uh, Keenan Ivory was like, people start booing. And, it, and he's like, that's not what happens in the improv. Usually, you know, people don't like it, but no one boos. And they're like, oh, my gosh, we got to respect this guy. What's going on? So Andy Kaufman starts crying and runs off stage. So then the guy that owns the improv comes back on and says, hey, guys, we can't do that here. That's not what we're about. Let's, let's bring Andy back on out. Let's bring him back on out. He comes out, and he proceeds to do the exact same bit word for word, and everyone's dying laughing. Because then they realize, oh, he was he, he was just doing this as a joke. Like oh. now the joke is he's doing the same thing. Yeah. We've all heard it and now we are all laughing. And it was just that ability to commit to the joke. No, it was wow. good. And it this documentary gives some background on Andy Kaufman and Jim Carrey's early career and how much Jim Carrey was like he was a fan of Andy Kaufman and that's kind of who inspired him to Move Interesting. And like, All right. Well, I'll watch yeah, it. Yeah, it was really good. Did you ever see Man on the Moon? No. It's pretty good. Oh, that's a good movie. It's a really good movie. Too, okay. Because he was he was a weirdo, right? He, I think his style of comedy was kind of uh, ahead of its time because right. it was you know for that time period nobody had seen like, because he was he, he was would that, just do bits where he just eats ice cream. And, and some and some of his cream. bits, some, people would think that he was serious in what he did, but he was like, like the whole thing with the with the wrestler, with right. uh, the wrestling uh, Jello. I forgot his yeah. He and when he wrestled the women, yep. And the uh, Mighty Mouse—that's his famous scene from Saturday Night Live. 
because hmm. his I think it was his opening monologue for Saturday Night Live. He came out and sat there and just stared at the audience. <laughs> oh, that's when he when he put it on a record player. And he puts and on a record player and it keeps he going. Come to save the day, and it's just like mighty. It's that, the mighty yeah. mouse theory, and then finally he just in perfect lip sync does "Here I Come to Save the Day," and then everyone laughs like, yeah. oh, "Wow!" It really is. Uh, but yeah, it's that you should, go, you should go watch it. It's that like I don't care what you think is funny. I'm going to do what I think is funny. And it doesn't matter to you, which I think pretty is much. pretty much. I like that. Hey, that does it for another episode of The Cinema Guys. Maiden. Thank we you. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go to wearethecinemaguys.com slash contact. We'd love to hear from you. And if you want to become a patron of our show, you can go to patreon.com slash thecinemaguys and support the show. Until next time, maybe we will see you at the movies. This is the show? I didn't realize this is the show. I thought it was a commercial. So you saw this and you said, I'm going to keep watching? <laughs> what are you? You watched that and said, hey, I'd like to keep watching this show. Wow. I'm amazed at your fortitude. I... But yet you cannot stomach Goonies. Yeah. You don't like Goonies. Hold on. And so at the end when you said, I think it's a soap opera. No, it's definitely, it's it is. definitely a soap yes. opera.